Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah. So make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, we discuss the first quadrant to the personal medicine wheel, Restore. I asked Coyote Thunderhawk three questions, and that is, what is Restore? Why is this part of the personal medicine wheel? And why is Restore the first quadrant? Enjoy. Well, I think I'm still learning what Restore is. You know, I mentioned in the intro that all of this is information that I kind of accidentally put together, but very intentionally put together as to what are the recipes of success for me in my life under circumstances that are just always current in my life. And so, I guess when I think about this first quadrant, Restore, I, I didn't really think about the quadrants at first. It was that I was kind of putting together these four word recipes if you will you know and I kind of thought after a bit that maybe I just liked the number four but regardless it works for me and the thing that I realized over time and kept thinking about in my life more and more and more and still to this day is this fascination that I have with me, with us, with the human being. Hmm. What is this human being? And I broke it into four spokes as far as speaking the personal medicine will language the first four spokes physical mental emotional and spiritual so i i realized that i had all these things going on regardless i i i learned a little bit about that from some of uh, the particular circumstances that were uh, upon me as a child, realizing, you know, hey, I, I, uh, what, what value do we place on our abilities when we have them and then we're not able to use them as well as we'd like to? For example, when I was with the late calf birthy disease or the allergies or asthma, things that seem to give me perspective about what it seemed like I was kind of missing out on, kind of felt like mm. I was missing out, you know, I remember 
not being able to go on some scout camps and other things like that. And there are other things in my life going on as well. But I came to this place where kind of going through that. And then I had a little brother that was born and he was born with this autism. And I was, I was fascinated also in regards to, you know, his human behavior. And, you know, as a, as a, an older brother and a young boy and having a little brother, see, he would oftentimes have these seizures. And, you know, somehow we, I didn't grow up in a family of panic. We just were very matter of fact. So all these situations were not situations where I felt like or was projected upon with an energy that was to be panicked over or anything like that. It was very matter of fact. So I think that's one of the elements that my parents gave me was kind of a matter of fact environment. There wasn't, uh, you know, a lot of emotional content, drama, panic, things like that. It was, it was, and, and I'm, I'm very appreciative for that now. But watching the different physical, mental, emotional, spiritual features of my brother and seeing mine and then seeing others, you know, so when we have full features and we've got all that we could have, and, you know, maybe we're that star quarterback or something like that, say, in high school. And, and this is a true story, you know, when I was in high school and all of a sudden I hear this, that, uh, this star quarterback and I had just moved to this particular high school, wasn't knowing people very well, but he had committed suicide. So what is it that in his physical, mental, emotional and spiritual in a way that where it appeared that he had everything going on for him. Wow. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, wow, what, where did that come from? Kind of a thing as to such a shock to a, to a community, in a sense, to a family, to a whole situation. So it's interesting. Now, I don't want to get too far off on this because I want to kind of come back. So the idea of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual playing out in different ways in our lives. Are, are we introduced to religion in our lives? How do we come to understanding spirit? How do we come to understand what mental clarity really is if we've only experienced drama and panic and, and we didn't actually uh, learn how to create effective and healthy neural pathways that are uh, assisting us each and every day to navigate effectively without uh, external situations or information stimulating us to the point where we tilt too far and we panic. We, we don't see things clearly. So when I talk about all the wilderness survival situations, getting lost in the wilderness, the panic, all these things, it all, it all ties in in these ways. Okay. So this thing of, okay, uh, once something gets kind of out of commission, out of out of order, if you will, or out of functionality, if you will. Okay. So let's think about uh, hey, Joe, you know, I, I, I noticed you, you've been working on that 56 Chevy over there. Yeah, I'm restoring it. Oh, you're restoring it, huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm putting her back to her natural beauty. Okay. So what, what is restoring that element, you know? Oh, wow. Look at that. You know, I can't believe you've been working on that piece of furniture like that. What the heck? That was an old busted up table. Yeah, I wanted to restore it back to its original state. 
you know. So what is this about restore? Okay, well, it's for me, it was really, really, really important because I, I wanted to, as I kept learning things, because I didn't know about herbs and healing power and med- medicinal herbs and things as a child and growing up in some of these situations. Perhaps those things could have curtailed, eliminated, or, or, you know, I don't know. But I didn't learn about them still till later in life after a lot of experiences already happened. But what I've been able to do with that and put into my medicine will as well has been very, very wonderful. But regardless, in the whole viewing of these things and thinking, okay, I want to restore myself as much as I can physically. So I've even thought, okay, so I've got the titanium shaft, bone, plastic screws, things in that uh, hip, okay? And, and, I, and I think, okay, is it possible to think my way into, so mental, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, is it possible to think my way into mending of that into the turning the metal to bone and you know shifting that titanium or or coating it or having the bone go around i don't know okay this fascinates me where's the where is the power what is the power and does that link into the spirituality what what is all this okay so i don't know but in the idea of restoring myself physically because i was influenced i was kind of like that car or maybe like that mm-hmm. that table okay right. and maybe some of us feel that way sometimes so when it's like, what is restore? Well, it's really that essence of putting something back to its original state, to the best of our ability to exhibit something of a beauty, an essence of, so what is that beauty? Well, it's the pure expression of God within me. So I want to restore myself back to where I'm not so preoccupied in all these things that I can express that fully through me without all that disruptcy. So to me, that's kind of, and in essence, what is restored to put back to a, you know, that, that, that perfect state of being, that natural state of being, okay? Like that. Yeah. That's what I work for all the time, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So. I would love to, it, it's kind of funny um, that you mentioned um, restoring even furniture, because this morning I was thinking about this episode and recording, and it, I was reminded that, I, so we have a thrift store DI. A long time ago, years ago, I bought a dresser, and this thing was all kinds of beat up and anything and everything like it, you know. And I bought it for 25 bucks, and I was thinking about that because I remember the landlord that I had was just like, oh, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, I'm going to restore it because I knew he was like oak wood. I knew he was a good piece of furniture for 25 bucks. And I said, I'm going to restore it. And it was a lot of work, and I mean, it wasn't easy. I was doing so much sanding. But then I got it, and then I think maybe a week later, because it was outside, it was so big, and I was going to sand the whole thing. He kind of was, I think, doing yard work, and he came back, and he saw it when I was staining it, and he said, whoa, that's like a $600, $800 piece now. And I thought about that. It was so funny because when we are people out there, what I have observed in myself, and when, when we are restoring something like a vehicle or furniture, we put so much, like, no. I'm I'm restoring this completely. I'm not stopping until it's done. And it's kind of interesting on trying to change our mentality of thinking about what you're saying, restoring and having that same go-to attitude with it. That's what I was reminded about uh, restore this morning with myself, kind of thinking about that. That's awesome. That's so cool, too, because, (laughs) see, folks, Alan's an artist. So, So know that about him. And so speaking from that perspective in that way, 
for him, that's really cool. And, and he does that a lot with certain things in maybe more ways than he's thought about, perhaps. I don't know, Alan, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, in that way where it's like, okay, gosh, uh, I want to... I want to express, like I was saying, it's that expression of the full God through me. I can do it better when I'm in that supreme state like that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so what was the second question then? I hope I answered what is restore as far as from my perspective on how I've gone about this, you know? Yeah, definitely. Second question is, why is restore part of the personal medicine will? Well, it... it it's not just part of it. To me, it's like that first step. It's almost like I have to understand that I am something before I can do anything else. I have to understand that, that I have capacities with that physical spoke, that mental spoke, that emotional spoke, and that spiritual spoke. So when I, when I think about restore and you know and it being a part of the medicine will it's almost like okay if i introduce that broken down table uh to the family immediately and put a tablecloth on it's only got three legs uh, it, it might not work yeah, yeah okay so i have to come to a place of of seeing that there is a wholesome me there is a uh, a complete me, a complete physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. An odd example might be, and I, I'm not sure if it's this way for all people that have lost a limb, but I have heard this personally from uh, several people that they comment on how it still feels like it is there. Wow. And so our spirit self must be complete. I don't know the answers, okay, wow. but it fascinates me. What is it about that? And so... Why is it part of the, the, the medicine will? Because I think that uh, without that first step of understanding that I need to do everything that I can possible to fuel myself every day physically. Okay, so what do I have to do? Well, I, I don't have to do anything. But in order to get certain results, which is the second quadrant, then I must adhere myself to certain behaviors or, you know, situations or actions, activities that lend favor to me increasing or fueling thereof, bringing forth the best by practicing and keeping it alive every day. Everything that I have physically, everything that I have mentally, everything I have emotionally and spiritually. So in each of those spokes, I'm viewing each and every day. This is why it's so important and why a part of, why it's a part of the medicine wheel because I'm viewing every day all of that. Okay, why do I have this pain? What, what is going on? Okay, so that's a physical and, and it's also a mental because what I realize is that when I have had this pain, it's like, okay, it starts to influence me. It starts to put, uh, uh, it, it becomes fatiguing in a sense, if you will. And, and I'm sure that, that, you know, everybody's going to relate to this in, in some sense in that way where when you think about a time you've had a physical pain, it starts to weigh upon the way that you can think and reason. <laughs> and it's strange in that way. It requires a great deal of willpower to rise and work through these situations. And not just, you know, willpower to rise up in these situations, but to lend favor to doing something different or towards and maybe that towards is in the emotional category. Maybe that emotional spoke. Maybe I've cataloged without 
resolve some issues that have taken place and I didn't give some sort of resolve to them. So they found a place within my body where they can kind of sit out. And so then all of a sudden it's like, oh, and they're like, hey, remember? And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm remembering that, oh, okay. So what, what is this pain? Well, maybe it's a, maybe there was some resentment that I had the other day, for example, and it was just in some way. And I, and I, and then I never worked through that in a sense. Now, these are maybe to some people, that's a big example. To others, that might not be like, well, I don't know. But what I'm saying is that we catalog those somehow. Seems to be my experience anyway. And then it, so that physical lending towards the mental, towards the emotional, towards the spiritual, you know, oftentimes when we're in pain, it's kind of interesting in the way in which we reach out to, you know, a supreme being to God to lend us favor, to help us. And, you know, it, it's also good. But what is the best way and what I strive to do is to give myself these things like stretching or, you know, enough water and nutrition, things like that. And we'll get into all this and all these spokes in, in such detail. So you can get the idea. What can I do mentally? Well, I can stimulate with, with good books, you know, input equals output, et cetera, et cetera. So what am I putting in there all the time? You know, if it's the news channels, then, you know, then that goes into worry and things like that. You know, so we'd be careful about how we're, we're fueling ourselves, you know, emotionally. I feel good. I am, I am grateful. I am, I am honored. I am calm. I am lending favor towards I am, you know, so we learn those languages of I am in the way in which we start to articulate our mind, you know, associate to the great divine being and spirit. So there's such a, an interplay, but that's why it's in the medicine will. Okay. And again, W-I-L-L, willpower all the way. I didn't, I couldn't have gotten through any of this without mustering up willpower within me. None of this. It's like the most, that's why it's called that. I, I, I want to emphasize that before we move on, but will power, we have it. I, I have seen people muster up to such greatness and especially working with the youth in the wilderness for so many years. I saw so many wonderful human behavior experiences that just fascinated me beyond measure. For example, where a bully can cower down and the one that he was bullying becomes the 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 servant of the group and helps the bully hill and under weather situations that bring strange behaviors out in people when they get possibly threatened by cold or too much heat or things like that. It's just bizarre. So it's, it's, uh, it's important anyway. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's why and, it's a part, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I'll just add on, um, just quickly, uh, every time, and I've only said this to a few people, but I always have to remind myself is I, I say, you know, I love prayer, but if I pray to God that I want to be more fit, I I can't just sit there and pray about it and expect myself to get muscles and a six pack if that's what I desire to have. <laughs> you know, you know, I might have to do a few sit ups. And every time I've said they said, you know, the response that I hear, again, I say this to myself, I remind myself of this, but they always say, that's a really good point. And it's just like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just For pretty, sure. funny, pretty funny to me. All right. So this third question that I had. And is this third question the last one then? Yes? Yes. Okay. All right. And why is restore the first quadrant? I kind of explained that already, I guess, you know. Yeah. So why is restore the first quadrant? Again, it's because it's the... 
the uh, having to come to an understanding about being a mortal being uh, and all and being a spiritual being and, and knowing that we are gifted this this vehicle of physical, mental, emotional and spiritual. And how can we go about living in a way with all these other quadrants and spokes we'll be getting into a balanced and prioritized living so that we experience a smooth ride with our will where it's well balanced. So, you and, know, that's and, about all I'll add on that. Yeah. And I just wanted to echo when you, when you were saying that, I thought about this again this morning was because I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, why is it the first, is it really like for me when I think about it, it's, it's kind of like it activates the heart like if, if that's damaged and you need to restore that to get everything else just like you said like the wheel going it, okay that's a that's a good point and that kind of i don't know if that gets outside of the medicine wheel or not because it doesn't really yeah. you know but it's uh hmm. so so for me and it's not like i have all these names or ways or you know all this this really cool chart that says north is the, is the first quadrant and it's it's to the 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 cold winds and to the to the wolf you know but but it is kind of like that in a way okay and and so when when i have sectored this out into quadrants restore sits right up at the top you know and so it it's opened up in that that uh that uh, section. And so when I think about my life as well, well, it, it's really been through a lot of being introduced to a lot of experiences, those cold winds, okay, it really, and, and, and surviving through it and not just surviving through it, but making a good camp and beautifying it as well, becoming comfortable in the unforeseen and the, the uh, unknowns of life. And, you know, so, so when it comes to that idea of it being up there, it is because it's it's in that northeast southwest way that is the healing sectors of this. So the shamanic wow. healings, for example, that's exactly where a, a person would start. It's in the restoring of those physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy fields. That is so in a spiritual healing fashion of of that as well, and that's why I say possibly stepping out of. My personal medicine will, but into that shamanic idea of our healing. But we can do all that ourselves. We really can. I, I would say that everybody has within them to do, you know, without ever getting a shamanic healing, to to come to such great heights in their lives. But sometimes we're so down and out. We need a washa, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the breakdown of restore. And next week, we will be getting into the first spoke of this quadrant, and that is physical. I also want to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you would like to get yourself a free copy of Earth and Spirit Medicine's Personal Medicine Will, just head on over to earthandspiritmedicine.com and download a copy so you can get started and follow along each episode coming out every week. And if you have any questions that you want to share your experience on your path with the personal medicine will, please email me at insidetheravenseye at gmail.com. We look forward to your emails and we'll see you next week. Much love and God bless.